Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world to help inspire you to live your happiest life. Maybe you're going through a tough season right now, or maybe you have clinical depression and just getting out of bed is a success for you. Wherever you're at on that spectrum, my hope and my mission is that what you hear on this show, whether it's from me, from my guest, or maybe in your own knowing, in your own spirit as you listen, uh, that you wouldn't want to ever end your life prematurely. You wouldn't want to harm yourself because you do have value. You can bring incredible changes to this world if you discover what it is that is your designed purpose or maybe be reminded through hearing the stories uh, from the different interviews that I conduct on the show. I'm really excited for this this week's guest. This is my first ever presidential candidate. Um, to say that I was kind of freaking out inside in my gut uh, is well beyond the language possible, um, but he did not make me nervous at all. He was actually extremely kind and accommodating even when I messed up on our time zone differences. So you can still make mistakes and make a difference. And I really believe that if you listen wholeheartedly, maybe more than once to this episode today, I think that it's going to change your life. So make sure to listen all the way to the end. I do have a fun listening room competition that you don't want to miss out on which is towards the end of the show and here we go check it out all right i am so excited and so honored to have dr favor iodeli here on the move happy movement podcast thank you so much for taking the time today thank you uh Eri nicole um, <laughs> i'm glad you know coming to your show for those that you know might might not have heard your name before, might not know your background, and when I always love to share how I connect with people, and I actually saw you on a LinkedIn live um, with one one of my mentors through LinkedIn, Kevin, and I heard him interviewing you, and I was like, oh my goodness, I have to have him on the show. You're doing such great work, um, and so let's dive a little bit deeper into before what you were being interviewed for on his show. Let's let's talk about beginnings for you. What what were you like as a little boy? I I can't get that question. It's key. Can you repeat that one? Yeah, is it cutting out a little bit? Okay, I'm gonna turn my camera off. That's gonna help fix some of the tech stuff. One second here. And I'm gonna repeat the question for you. So what were you like as a little boy? Oh, wow, that's a, that's a very <laughs> great question. Yeah. Um, well, I was, I was, I was like um, normal individual, you know, people going, you know, growing up has been a kind of, uh, a little bit challenging for me, mm-hmm. you know, when I was um, a little boy, I, one thing I, 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 I can remember vividly is the way I like to accommodate people coming mm-hmm. around, you know, I love sharing my, my stuff, anything I have, I share it with people. Yeah. So, and I do have having a very great, fantastic passion for football, for mm-hmm. God, how my school. Mm-hmm. I grew up with my uh, my grandma, you know, mm-hmm. my maternal late grandma. So mm-hmm. she she was she was the one that took care of me, you know, that showed me the path, you know, mm-hmm. of of uh, leadership. If I when I was small, she 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 she's fond of. I mean, she was fond of giving me a lot of concept around mm-hmm. people, nature, and mm-hmm. God. You know, so I grew up with that mentality, respecting people, giving honor to people, placing value, mm-hmm. because she's a she, she's the type of person that she loves, you know, placing people first in her life. Yeah. So I grew up to copy that. Mm-hmm. I grew up to learn that from this wonderful, great woman. And 
my mother then was a co-politician. So mm-hmm. she was all the way going for meetings here and there, but my late grandma was able to t- take care of me mm-hmm. in such a way that I know more of, you know, life because when you still with good people, yeah. they will teach you a lot of mysteries. So yeah. basically that is now that, 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 that's how I, I grew up and uh, I was able to cultivate a lot of beautiful ideas from this wonderful woman. And, and uh, that's, that's just the basic part of my little boy, little child, you know. I love you know. that. That's beautiful. I, I grew up around my grandmother as well, um, my father's mother. My, my mom was very connected to her. So we would go to her house two or three times a week and I was homeschooled. So I can definitely relate to having that influence of that grandmother, you know, being that role model of faith and excellence in demonstrating, contributing to others. So I love that. That's beautiful. Um, okay, so your upbringing, you spent a lot of time with your grandmother. And then you mentioned football and whatnot. When did you decide you were going to be a leader for your country? Or, or did someone speak that into you? Or let's, let's learn a little bit more about that. Well, that's, um, that's a very powerful one million, uh, one million question. <laughs> anyway, my decision to be part of the, uh, the mission for mm-hmm. Nigeria and Africa, mm-hmm. you know, I learned all from my grandma, you know, and basically also from my mother, even mm-hmm. though she was not that with me, mm-hmm. you know, I want to say that I understood the politics, you know, from my mom. Mm-hmm. And she was able to do a lot for the government in our state. She was mm-hmm. able to do a lot for people. So the passion and everything, you know, be you somebody that I mean the person that is talking to you today. Mm-hmm. So but from my own from my own angle, when I saw that things are not going on normal in Nigeria. And mm-hmm. I've worked with several organizations, several individuals, and the rest, you know, with this mindset that we cannot continue this way. We can't just be experiencing a lot of um, uh, panorama in mm-hmm. the government Why we have fantastic individuals across the globe that are Nigerians that can actually step into the leadership mm-hmm. and, and put things right. I discovered that fear has been the factor, the ma- one of the major factors, you know, disturbing or distracting or uh, sabotaging people actually from reaching out. Are you with me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please, can I, can I see your face? I will be able, yes. to, I'll be able to know who I'm speaking with. So yes. <laughs> I have very good now. So what I'm trying to say is that I, I begin to see that fear is the one that is sabotaging people, you know, creating a lot of uh, setback because yes. of the nature of the politics that we are having in Nigeria. And there are a lot of people that believe that it, it, without them, there cannot be progress. Mm-hmm. So they have, they have much of the politics terrain in Nigeria and they have destroyed a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So this particular factor, since I'm not with it, I grew up to be a bold, um, a strong, focused, you know, individual. I, I grew mm-hmm. up to be a kind of fearless person. I deal a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that comes my way that I can't be able to solve, no matter how. Yeah. In fact, even from my subject when I was in secondary school, mm-hmm. I, 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 failed, I failed a particular subject, geography. And it was because of a particular, uh, the, 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 the teacher that was teaching us then. So, but when I was going to college, I mm-hmm. took the subject and I read it on my own and I got a very wonderful score on that. And that was even when I, what I studied when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And so all these things, you know, pull together. I begin to see that I have the capacity to pull a lot of people at the same time to discover, because that is one of the things that is very, very uh, important in leadership, ability to discover 
potentials mm-hmm. of people. Yes. Uh, it's just like putting the, the round, the, 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 the round uh, peg in the round hole. So when you put the, the right thing down and you place it on the table, mm-hmm. and together with the mindset you have for people, or together with the concepts you have for the future, once you have a plan to ascertain some certain things and to pull some things down, then why not? Why, why wouldn't I be able to get it done, you know, when it yeah. comes to leadership? The, the leadership aspect, it's so embedded in me mm-hmm. when I was, I mean, when I was growing up through my, uh, my grandma and also mm-hmm. my mom, in which that she was to come out selflessly. One mm-hmm. of the things that I learned that I've also part of me today is selflessness of my two mom and, and late grandma. Mm-hmm. And for me, it has been like that for over two decades. Selflessly, I plug it to people and uh, organizations without even asking what to gain back. So mm-hmm. Nigeria needs someone that can as well display such elements, such virtue, you know, mm-hmm. because if you can relate with people, there's no point of you coming to leadership. Leadership is about service, That's serving right. humanity. Yeah, it's about servanthood. It's about, you know, making yourself a, a kind of, um, uh, shall I call it, turning yourself to the horse and to be ridden. You get a point. So when you put yourself down and you are like an horse and people are riding on you, oh, it, I'm not talking about the bad side of it. You, you get what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. talking about taking people from where they are to another level, to another yeah. place, to a, a new era, to a new format, to a new yeah. grace and the rest. So that is just uh, it. And this particular thing came up after I went to different places to work with different organizations and different people. And I began to say, okay, it is high time for me to step into this. Not just that I... It, it, not just that I want to do it from my own because mm-hmm. of the aspect I discuss, you know, that kind of uh, terrain is so so rough, it's so, you know, you can't just step into Nigerian politics and say, okay, you just wake up in the middle of the night, okay, you are coming for a, a, a leadership position or mm-hmm. and what you want to dream at is presidency, no. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> However, if Something so huge is not pulling and not backing you up. There's mm-hmm. no how you can just say, oh, we want to do this. So I believe everything is about God. And mm-hmm. uh, God has helped me in such a way that I'm able to see myself in that role and play, uh, play a very fantastic and significant role for Nigeria and Africa. So that is what I can say in, in, a, in a brief note. Thank you. I love that. That is so powerful. And you've said so many, so many key things. I was like, oh, that's good for when you talked about, you know, I, I, you, you excel in academically, but you had one class that you struggled in, but then when you retook it and actually taught yourself, you learned that it wasn't you that was the problem. It was probably the instructor. And I think any student that's listening to this right now, whether they're in grade school, college, or even just adults and they're training in a new job, I think that's a transferable thing. I hope that they heard what you said, uh, because it's not always the person that's ready to absorb the information that's the problem it's the teacher it's the mm-hmm. instructor and if if more mm-hmm. leaders would step up and take ownership of themselves mm-hmm. to be better mm-hmm. to do better they would have better exactly. organizations they would have better countries they would have better you know businesses with less turnover like what you're saying there's so many key things that i think a lot of people need to hear i love i love what you said everything about it and you said not that you were stepping into this role because you wanted to, but you felt pulled, you felt led to. When was that moment for you when you felt, I'm gonna be running for president? Well, um, basically that was 2017. Mm-hmm. And that was when um, everything seems not working out at all. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I discovered in life is that when there is no solution, there can never be a problem. So wherever there is a problem, it means there is a solution somewhere. 
All what we need to do is to discover it. Mm -hmm. Okay, if we can discover the solution, then the problem is already solved. So I don't see any complexity in the situation of Nigeria. Meanwhile, some people say, oh, Nigeria is so complex, the problem is so complex. To me, I see that once a leader do not have foresight and insight into things that, that is present with them, or, you know, there's no how you'll be able to see through. Yeah. So that means it is the mind of the particular person that is in charge of the leadership that is complex. Mm-hmm. You know, if you open your mind and you allow knowledge to be acquired through, mm-hmm. you know, some, you know, technocrats, uh, stars, professional stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. then the problem is just that selfishness and all sort of that as, you know, blindfolded our so-called leaders in the mm-hmm. country and, and also the continent, mm-hmm. even in the entire world, they, they, it, it's cut them off from seeing through and from seeing who is capable and credible enough to pull all these solutions down. So that moment, that was 2017, uh, after my birthday, mm-hmm. it was my birthday was September first, and um, I, I I got up and I was like feeling so hurt. Meanwhile, I stopped my mom from active politics that mm-hmm. same year, mm. February twenty seventh, that mm. twenty seventeen. I stopped my own mom from active politics because what I discovered that she's going to uh, she, she 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 has sold herself too much and. If she's not pulled back a little bit, she mm-hmm. might end up kill herself. Because a lot of arrows, a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff were just coming on her. You know, there was mm-hmm. a day that she was smashed by a lot of crowd. She mm. nearly died. And oh she God. was rushed to the hospital. Yeah. You know, she was rushed to the hospital to the extent that the rumor was everywhere in the state that uh, my mom, she's dead because she's one of the most popular person in wow. the state that Ondo precisely, that is the, the, the one of the states in the southwest of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So she has campaigned to a lot of group of individuals, you know, mm-hmm. both the president, the governor, the senate, the yeah. house of rep, the assembly. She has been campaigning all through. In fact, she was in politics like uh, three to five years before I was given back to so till 2017, and I said, mom, you just have to stop. I never knew that I'm coming to politics. You just have to stop. You get yourself killed. Yeah. You know, she explained a lot of things. And I tried to open her mind, you know, and eyes towards what she needs to actually do. Mm-hmm. So, and she listened to me. Then following morning, some, some months after I, I, I broke the news, I said, mom, I felt an urge of going into this. She was like, what? Because she, <laughs> she knows basically what is involved, what actually involved, especially Nigeria politics. Yeah. If you are in Nigeria, mm-hmm. you, you, and you dabbled into, that is to launch, you dive into Nigeria politics and you come out successfully, my sister, uh, I think you, you need to get a award <laughs> because it's not easy. <laughs> However, we can say it's not easy to let the Hebrew people dominate the righteous. You know, mm-hmm. there's a place in, in, the, in the Holy Book that says that when the righteous rules, people rejoice. Yes. You know, but when the wicked rules, you know, you know what you know the outcome. So this particular moment, I felt so strong, so poor. In fact, I, I rushed and I said, I called my wife. See what is happening to me. See what I saw because there's a particular revelation that I saw so huge, and something that I may not be able to, you know, to share public. But it was so direct, and uh, I said, okay. And then I begin to consult and put yeah. prayers, more things, and that. You know, before you know it, I I get so convinced that okay. It is time to launch into it, and yes. and because then Nigeria was having a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble, mm-hmm. and they were looking for uh, a, a particular person that's going to serve them, you know, out of that. And everybody was just like a lot of people were running back, but I give it to some kind of guys that came up, and they said, "Oh, they too, they can run. They too, they want to run. They too." So. 
that become a lot of um, that become a, a, a very serious moment for mm -hmm. Nigeria to experience paradigm. So that is just the area. October and precisely, I went to it and I become the first presidential uh, uh, independent candidate for mm -hmm. Nigeria before I formed coalition with others because there was no electoral bill mm -hmm. that, uh, that, 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 that could give room for me to be an independent candidate. It is now we are even fighting it. And presently, the government is not signing the electoral bill. I don't know, maybe you understand what I mean by electoral bill. It's a section, it's a bill that gives room for a lot of credible, transparent, and free and fair election in Nigeria and participation of others, you know, in such a way that everybody will be able to say through that, oh, this is a true democracy. So mm -hmm. in short, it gives room to, to, to true democracy. And that is the expectation of the world. Mm -hmm. that by now, after 60 years, we should be able to experience a very fantastic democracy yes. in Nigeria. Yeah. So that is where that is where I am, and that is the, the point I am now. Thank you so much. That. You're a history maker. I love that you protected your mom and you're like, Mom, it's time for you to take a seat back. You're not stopping. We're gonna keep the family line. We're gonna continue on with this and I'm gonna take over. I love that. I love that. That's so powerful. I think a lot of people could could relate to that as well. Maybe not in that same situation, but any family member that cares about their their parent, you know, hey, it's time for you to transition, you know, hey, I know you're wanting to drive and maybe you shouldn't be driving anymore. I love it. You know, come live with me. I'm going to take care of you in your last few years of life. You're going to have, you know, no stress. I'm going to make sure you're taken care of. You want to go join the the card game place, you know, that you want to go and relax or you want to go sing some songs, whatever. I'm going to take care. I, I feel like there's so many families that can relate to what you said. And mm -hmm. I just, I love that you're stepping up. Fearless. You said that earlier. There's nothing that I can't do. As long as the, uh, as, as long as God is, is in charge and as long as you're in alignment with, with God's purpose for your life, there really isn't anything that you can't accomplish. So I love that. I love that. Absolutely. Um, and you said so many things um, in regards to our first pillar of Move Happy is about mindset. I mean, you've said so many things so far, but for those that, you know, might be thinking about getting into politics in their country and they're listening to the show, or maybe they're thinking about doing something on a grand scale like you are doing for your family what are some some tips and strategies you can share with them on keeping a positive mindset when uh, they might be, you know, getting spiritual attacks or they might be having, you know, naysayers coming around them and telling them, who do you think you are thinking you can step into this? You know what I mean? Well, I love that question. And uh, th this is the reality. And uh, let me let me let me say this to people, our viewers out there. You are only limited by your mind. Mm -hmm. You are only limited by your mind. That is, as far as you can think, as far as you can see through your mind, mm -hmm. that, is, that is how far you can go. If you see problem, you will experience problem. But if you see solution, if you see the breakthrough, no matter the problem, you will not be seeing the problem. You will not be affected by the problem. You will be affected and influenced by the solutions and your drive. Love so that. to me, there is nothing that can stop any man on earth. Whatever thing you want to achieve, once you put your mind to it and you work towards it, you are unstoppable. Yeah. So basically the tool that we must have to, to see through, because the problem we are encountering in this world is created by man. Mm -hmm. So. If it is created by man, then man will be the solution. If it is created by man, then we should be able to create a solution that was created by man, which was the problem in the first place. Mm -hmm. So if man creates problem, it is the duty of the man to create solution. So fearlessness should be what should guide us. Mm -hmm. And I said it in the beginning, I said, 
your imagination is your limitation. Mm -hmm. If you can picture it, you will feature it in the, in, the, in the future. So whatever you picture is what you're going to feature in. So what am I trying to say is that I want people to understand that you are the only one that can take yourself through. A lot of factors will pull you down mm -hmm. monetarily. Some people that are already there, that they have been ruling, they have been in the system, and they felt that they are the only one that can do it. Mm -hmm. If you let them continue, then you have placed your life in their hands and they will determine your life till eternity yeah. or till you die. So don't see problem, see solutions, and don't see difficulties. See yourself. And th th this is the this is the this is the saying. I mean, this saying is going around, and they never know where they. they, they I don't think people actually decode where the statement comes from. Mm -hmm. That there is no future. And that is what I used to say. There is no future anywhere. We are the one that we create the future. Mm -hmm. The future you want to future in must be created by you. Mm -hmm. So meaning, if you want to participate in the future, you have to create the future from now. Yeah. We are not going to allow these old politicians to create the future we don't want. So if what you really desire, you want to future in it. So start being involved and tell whosoever. Your mom can disturb you. Your mom can block you. Your father, your husband, your child. Anybody. You are the only one that understands you, yourself. Nobody can understand you except yourself and God. So as long as you understand yourself, you don't allow people to determine you. You don't allow people to create something, your platform for you that you can go beyond. Yeah. So, and don't ever use anybody for your own standard. Once you use anyone for your standard, you 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 have paid yourself from not yep. reaching forward. Mm -hmm. So these are the things that worked for me. Uh, these are the things that have been working for me. I I use myself as my own standard, except mm -hmm. God. So. I will not use Barack Obama as my stand. Oh, I want to become Barack Obama. No, 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 no. Obama is Obama. My name is Fiba Yodili. Yeah. Oh, I want to be this, this, this. this. I want to be, uh, what is the name? Uh, uh, I want to be Obafemi uh, Awolowo. I want to be this and that. No, they, are, they have their DNA. They have their own life. Yeah. I have my life. And if we are talking about History, history has its place in whatever thing we want to do, but at the same time, you have to start creating your own history mm -hmm. for, the, for, for the future. So make sure that you are not uh, in any way pegged by anybody, by any man's opinion, by any, you know, because this is what is this is what is actually disturbing or blocking the new generation to succeed. Yeah. to have a sustainable plan for the future that we want. So that is what I can say for now. And the other round is the people you associate yourself with. Mm -hmm. Actually, the books you read, the people you listen to. Yes. Who are the people you have been listening to? What are the books? What are the nature of the books you are reading? This creates a lot of, or add a lot of influence to what you once believed. Mm -hmm. in yourself, for yourself. When you, when you work with some people that are with low IQ or that are with, you know, that don't believe in things to come. Like, for example, I made a statement 2019, two mm -hmm. statements, I'm going to say it here. I said, number one, a time is coming, that was 2019, that this smartphone that we are using will become useless because mm -hmm. the world is moving fast. There's going to be another thing that's going to be created you know, mm -hmm. and some people were like, what? Could that be possible? I said, wait and see. <laughs> and I said, a time is coming as well. That was 2019. Mm -hmm. That somehow this platform that we are using, Facebook, uh, WhatsApp, mm -hmm. uh, what do we call it now? Um, uh, LinkedIn, uh, the other uh, uh, Twitter and the rest, mm -hmm. a time is coming that they might be shut down. If yeah. they don't shut down, what are we going to do? 
Yeah. And people are like, what are you saying? I said, it is possible. So we should start creating something else. We should start finding a way in which if we all got shut down, we yeah. should have a way around. I mean, right. a way around. So these are the things that we must be able to, you know, uh, think about. But people you also work with, move with, they also, you know, they had a lot of things. And they can also determine if you give that a room for them to determine your life. Yeah. Of course, when you see a good words, people with wisdom, mm-hmm. they will also, you know, be part of what you are doing. Yeah. So that is the basic things I can say for now. I love that. So many, so many golden tips. And you hit both pillars, mindset and community. Uh, it's so powerful. And when you when you mentioned about, you know, potentially, you know, Twitter and LinkedIn shutting down, right? Yeah, that, I mean, last year, there were so many people at, working from home, online. I don't know if you had any internet issues. I know there were so many, so many internet issues and I'm inter- I'm trying to interview people on my show on Zoom. And like, I wasn't used to all the people in the neighborhood being also on the same internet bandwidth and its body and getting kicked off and whatnot, you know, and those are small problems compared to large, large scale issues. But it reminds me of in the Old Testament, the Tower of Babel and how we thought as as a world, we were so intelligent beings that we were going to find our way up to heaven. But mm-hmm. that's when the separation of languages started mm-hmm. to occur. God said, no, you think you're going to be as smart as me? I don't think so. I'm going to allow confusion amongst your land. So then you cannot think that you are the same as me. Um, so I, a, lot of, a lot of things that you've said, maybe they do come to pass. But that doesn't mean that we cannot continue to be good, to choose to be good, to, to stand out from the crowd, to take leadership positions, whether it's in our families, whether it's in our jobs, in our schools. Um, we do need to take action, though, um, on that. So thank you for that. Uh, now, uh, one of the other pillars of Move Happy, of course, is movement-related. Uh, we know exercise, fitness, sports, we know that it's it should be a part of our daily routine. However, knowing and actually doing are two different things. You mentioned earlier about football being one of your childhood passions. Is that your favorite still today, or have you found something new that you enjoy? Um, that's my favorite. As a matter of fact, I believe that God used football to train me on leadership, then mm-hmm. on politics. Mm-hmm. And um, I came up with the with this with this initiative that. Um, Oh, let me say with this mindset mm-hmm. that politics is not a game. Mm-hmm. Or politics shouldn't be a game. So I make it a practical reality that politics is not a game. Mm-hmm. Politics is a way of life. Yeah. So because I studied this particular football, soccer, you know, and I discovered that before you can go, before you can go to your opponent or before you can beat your opponent, there, there must be mm-hmm. a form of dribbling, form of, you know, fouls mm-hmm. uh, will be there, dribbling will be there, and a lot of issues will be there. Mm-hmm. You can take a ball from your post and go to your, uh, your opponent post and score mm-hmm. like that without being marked without being bashed, without being, you know, a lot of things. So when you now relate with politics, if you want to get to that position mm-hmm. and you are saying politics is a game, just like the mindset that a lot of people have, it means you want to cheat others. Mm. It means you want to dribble others. Mm-hmm. It means you want to use some people's head to play football. <laughs> you know, you want to use them to, you know, you will, you will attack this person because of what? Because you want to get to a position. You have to speak so ill on someone. You have to bully someone. You have to destroy someone's personality. You have to bring somebody down. Mm-hmm. You have to find a way of corner someone. You have to do all manner of stuff mm-hmm. just because you want to get to a position. Yeah. So from my own angle, I said, you should not 
it, it, it is not until you do that before yeah. you can get to a position. So we need leadership. We need what I call ethicology of leadership. Mm-hmm. What do I mean? A reality that respects others. A reality that makes you credible enough for people to say, wow, this personality is great. Mm-hmm. I think we can vote for this person. Mm-hmm. Without me dribbling you, without me, you know, creating a lot of uh, maybe disorderliness of the society because I want to be there, without mm-hmm. being uh, a, a thruster or scammer or liar or something yeah. of that nature, I don't need to be all these things before I can be a good leader or before I can get right. to a position. That's right. So that is my perspective about that. So football taught me a lot other side of the game. Mm-hmm. And even if you have played this card, you have to you have to do something that is beyond your opponent's mindset. You have to create some kind of stuff around you mm-hmm. and get yourself in that position. Why don't we do it like, okay, as men that will be looking or that will be listening to me, they might have separate ideology about politics. Mm-hmm. But the way I believe politics should be, because politics is politics by word, not by act. Yeah. We are the one that is playing the game, not politics. Mm-hmm. People behind the politics, you understand what I'm saying? Politics mm-hmm. is just like a it's just like one of the subjects, like mathematics, mm-hmm. like physics, like biology, like English, like this mm-hmm. and that. So we are the one, people are the one using the world politics to destroy things. And they call it politics in, uh, in, in the space. Mm-hmm. And, 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 they, and, and they subject credible people to be nonsense. So if you know that you are credible enough, if you know that you, you have a sound character, mm-hmm. and that is where I brought a word Character-centered leadership. Mm-hmm. You can get to a place by favor. You can be helped by anybody. But the only way you can get sustained in that position is by character. Mm-hmm. Do we have character today in the in the end of affairs of our government? Do we have good personalities? Do we have people that think about others? Do we have people that can lay their life down for others? Do we have selfless individuals? Do we, have, do we have people that can think for others, not for yourself? Mm-hmm. Do we have selfishness? Yeah. If there's a word like that, hmm. selfishness, that is, are you the type that are not, I mean, that is not selfish? Or selfish individuals, that is what we need to yeah. govern. And that is where, that is, that is the only way we can have good governance. A good governance can be produced by good individuals. They think for others. They have interests of others at heart. They can lay his or life down. Yeah. So it is not about politics this time around. It's about you. It's about me. It's about people that are carrying the mandate of the leadership. Yeah. So the word politics should not be used. So this is the narrative I am changing in Africa. This is where we have to get it right to say, okay, politics is just like a normal subject. People, individual, we have to change ourselves. And that is why I am bringing out orientation intelligence agency. Mm-hmm. Intelligence is part of it. It's not just an orientation. We have been orienting ourselves different ways. But we have to be intelligent enough to see the perspective, I mean, the, to see the right perspective mm-hmm. of good governance, of good leadership, of true leadership, and that is why the word ethicology is birth. If you, you can't find it in your dictionary, I'm the author of it. And I'm making it to open to all Africans, all leaders across the globe. It is high time we, are, we, we behave as human beings. Yeah. It is high time we love ourselves. It is high time we respect ourselves. It is high time we give value to people. It is high time we add value. It is high time we, we actually, you know, know our identity. We are human beings. We are human beings. So we need to be human. We need to be 
the, the humanistic part of us must be in play. Mm-hmm. So football has taught me a lot. I play football from the primary school to the secondary school, to my college, mm-hmm. to my state, and then I play a professional football. And though I didn't last there, that I was in a, a, I was part of the academy, uh, mm-hmm. football academy in Cambodia, precisely. I love to mention that country. And I spent almost two years before I came back to Nigeria. That was 2008 and 2009. Mm-hmm. I came back, and since then, I've been here. So it's just like few day, a uh, few few months that I spent over there. So this as is still my passion, but unfortunately, I don't even have interest in any of the uh, whatever game they are playing. Even though I love sports. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, I'm going to glamorize sport in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Africa, we have a very fantastic home-based sport. Mm-hmm. One of my plans, let me say it here, is to have, is to, is to create our own Olympic, African Olympic. Yeah. Is to glamorize our own footballers, our sportsmen, women, mm-hmm. our children. You know, we need to let the world extend that we are the best. And there is no apology for this. Yeah. African Nigerians are the best when it comes to all this sport. Thank you so much. I love that. I love that. That's so powerful. And for those that might be listening in the States, football, we call soccer. And that is um, what it's called pretty much all around the world. It's it's called football. Um, So I just want to make sure everybody is aware of what sport we're all on the same page, but you've learned so much and there's so many transferable skills that we can learn from athletics. And you, you, hit, you hit the nail on, what's the saying, that you hit the pin on the donkey or whatever the saying is, that those that don't have character that want to win in the game, they can find a way to win, just like in life. Those that don't have character, if they really, all they care about is getting to that promotion, they can trip over their colleagues, they can tell lies about them and and do all kinds of things, but the truth will reveal itself. And I think if we choose to make good decisions in our own homes, in our workplaces, in politics, if we so choose to run for government, um, the truth, I think there's so, so much uh, with social media and the power of it that people can smell BS from miles and kilometers away. Uh, I think those of us that are choosing to be good, to do good, uh, need to step up and need to start showing ourselves on social media, not to say I'm prideful, here I am, but no, they need to step up to be examples of what good can happen in the world when those of us that are doing good share a little bit of ourselves, whether it's the businesses that we're running or for you running for an entire country to run as president for Nigeria. I'm so proud of you. Like, I don't know you, I'm still getting to know you, but I'm so excited that I just happened to hop on that live stream when you were being interviewed Um, because now my listeners will get a chance to hear you and, and for years to come long after you've you're done with running and maybe you're nice and retired and you have some new business venture you're starting. I'm really excited for where God's going to be taking you in the coming years. And you said a lot of key things that really reminded me of, I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Um, he's he's a pretty well-known uh, bishop across the world. And you, you hit so many golden nuggets um, with the things that you've said. I really I really believe what you're doing is is a beautiful thing. And uh, he says this often in uh, some of his sermons I've seen on, on YouTube and whatnot. <clears throat> uh, when you know who you are, you know who you are not. And it's so easy to be yourself and exude yourself um, to share who you are when you're clear with your identity, whether that's if you believe in God, you identify as a child of God. I do. I am. Uh, so it's easy for me to to share who I'm not with others by just showing examples of who I am. And I love to edify people on my show. And that's why I wanted to have you as a guest. I love to edify not all people. I love to edify people that are doing good in the world, that have good character. 
and that actually want to make a difference that are selfless human beings. And I'm, I'm just, I'm very grateful for your time today. You are doing a great job, my friend. You are doing a great job. And I want you to also prepare yourself when I become president, you're going to be invited to the coronation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, my bishop just mentioned his name. I have respect for every believers, everybody, mm-hmm. good Christian and non-Christian. You know, mm-hmm. of this particular man you mentioned, you know, I, I learned a lot under him, mm-hmm. though I've never been to his church before. Mm-hmm. But I'm using this platform to tell him if he's going to stumble on this, that this is one of his disciples, and then he should prepare himself to come to Nigeria. Yes. When I become president, he's going to be one of the few selected bishop in the world that is going to come and uh, mm-hmm. that's going to celebrate and also pray. I love that. Uh, with the people of Nigeria. And uh, so uh, I'm glad you mentioned his name. And, but I'm going to keep other names in 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 in, in kind of um, uh, let, let me keep other other names now. You know, yeah. <laughs> that will be revealed later. But because you mentioned his name, he's a very powerful man of God, full yeah. of knowledge for the world, yep. so dynamic. And uh, and for you, thank you so much for having me on your show. It's so player I'm glad that uh, you also discovered a lot of people and okay let me stop here because you may want to ask some questions <laughs> I love it so for those that are you know absolutely captured with your story and have uh, the means to do so um, how what's the best way they can support you connect with you um, support you in your uh, presidency campaign how how can they connect with you what's the best way for that well, thank you so much. Uh, I think they can go to www.lightnigeria.com.ng www.lightnigeria.com.ng I didn't say uh, favor Ayodele for president. Mm-hmm. It's because it's not about me. It's about the nation. It's about the continent. Yeah. It's about the future of our dear country. You know, and my mission is basically to light Nigeria, literally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, you know, environmentally, all areas, you know, in all sectors, to make sure light is in Nigeria. You know, literally, we are not having anything called stable electricity. For the past 60 years, we've been, we've got our independence, there's no stable electricity so far. So my mission, apart from other things, apart from education, which is very paramount, apart from, um, what do you call it now, uh, our health sector, you know, mm-hmm. transportation, you know, security and the rest. If we have electricity, stable electricity in Nigeria, mm-hmm. 75% of Nigerian problem will be solved. I believe that. Some people are even saying 100%. I said, no, let's be realistic. Let yeah. us have it so they are in support of what I'm saying. You know, electricity, you know, cut across everything you want to do, especially in this jet age. You know, things like now, if we don't have electricity, there's no how I can power my laptop to, to build it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I have to on my generator to power my laptop, then speak to you. So if you want to be empowered, if you want to do anything technologically, you know, economically and other social, you know, security-wise, everything... It has to, I mean, it is on electricity. So okay. you can touch electricity from life. It's just like electricity is the one that gives life. Light yeah. gives life. So to reach me, it is just there. Then um, I believe you also have my details. All Everything you want to read about me, my profile, everything is there, you know, to donate as well, because I, I, I need people to support this mandate. Yeah. One of the things that is, pulling us down or that is uh, that's a, a negative factor you know mm-hmm. from the other side of politics is funds you know these uh, our, our, our current recycle leaders they are there to shut you down because they are with money they, they we call them money back politicians yeah so they will just pull you down and buy everybody buy the security agency buy these buy them no sort of because of power in, of four years. And mm-hmm. you have forgotten that everybody will all die one day, you know? So mm-hmm. 
but to make sure that we create a future and we have a future for our children's children, yeah. we need the support of everyone. And uh, I'll be very uh, grateful and, 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 and honored to have people's support, you know, through the link that I just uh, mentioned. Thank you so much. I love that. Yeah. So everyone needs to follow you, especially on LinkedIn. That's how we connected. Um, they need to donate to your GoFundMe. Um, mm -hmm. I'll drop the link when we post this and air it. Uh, <clears throat> and I always love to, to close out the show uh, just with a surprise, you know, fun question. And you've shared a lot already, uh, you know, being a hopeless romantic that I am for, for those women that are listening and they're like, oh, how can I connect with such a person that is so good in your heart and spirit? I want to know, and I'm sure the ladies want to know, how did you meet your wife? What is that on the is that on the table? Ooh. Wow, that's a surprise package. Oh my god. Uh my my story on that, you know, probably we, we're gonna speak on that later, but on a short okay. form, this is uh, this this so so surprising. I don't know that is where you're coming from. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my 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 god. Okay, may I tell you that I'm one of the unconventional person with unconventional story, you know, when it's come to my home. Mm -hmm. May I tell you that I, I, I didn't, I never wooed my wife. I never, I never, I, I didn't toast her. I didn't, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I was, I was actually, you know, I was actually um, dating someone. I uh -huh. love that person so much. I was like, oh, you know, I would travel from West, I mean, from my town uh -huh. in those states precisely. I would travel to Lagos State, like about a four hours journey. Oh, wow. And I'll be begging this person, please let me marry you for, for three years. I want to marry you. I want to do this. I want to do that. She would just show me off, go away. I don't need you, this and that. Oh. You can't even make my air of 5,000 air. That was then, that was 2000, that was uh, year 2010, there about mm -hmm. 11 and 12. Mm -hmm. You can't even make my air of 5,000. And I said, what? At the end of the day, she told me that, oh boy, come. I am the one dating, that is, she was telling me that I am the one dating her. She <laughs> wasn't dating me <laughs> for many good years. I said, wow. I said, okay, no problem. So. I, I wept actually, you know, you can't just be a man when you love somebody like that. You have to weep and then somebody is cutting you off from, you know, I wept. I go, oh God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, then I saw my wife. Uh, my wife was like a very powerful individual that I've never seen in my life. <laughs> and so she kept calling me because my cousin happened to be her own godson. Mm -hmm. then so they were relating so and uh, she kept calling me she kept saying that how are you doing fine I said oh please come I'm not dating I'm just your friend don't moon prayer on me she said, no I'm just I'm just <laughs> calling you know how you're doing so <laughs> because I was dating this person the person I just talked about I was dating the person then I said I don't want two ladies, two, three, four, five right. ladies to be calling me. I want to be a straightforward person, and that yeah. how, that's what I'll be. Smart man. Eventually, <laughs> when that one went through, I just went to her. I said, hey, come. Can I marry you? So what? That was all what I said. He said, okay, go and meet my father. And uh, I said, okay. And I, I went to her father, and I told her father that I want to marry your daughter. Say, are you serious? Like serious? I say, yes, I want to marry your daughter. <laughs> that was that was hard. No dating, no courtship, no anything. Wow. We went to wedding <laughs> and we did the wedding for four days. And uh, this is the eight years of our marriage. Aww. And it has been fantastic. Awesomely fantastic. That's beautiful. Awesome. And if I may tell you this, I'm saying it for the first time publicly. We've never fought a day. Aww. We've never argued a day. Somebody that I did not know, I don't know her character, I don't know, I didn't know what, how she used to behave. But because of God's wisdom, girl's knowledge, and extending ourselves, mm -hmm. so we're able to like, it doesn't matter 
who does things as long as the thing is done. That is our yeah. policy now. Oh. So beautiful. That's all my long and short story about my wife. I love it. Thank you for and sharing. And I didn't tell you that she's a Ghanaian. Say that again. She is a Ghanaian. <laughs> Ghanaian, Ghanaian. She's the Ghan- she's only Nigerian. Beautiful. She came from Ghana. You're bringing nations together in your home. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So well, I love that next time uh we do a follow-up session when you're president, maybe she'll join us so we can hear from from your wife's perspective. <laughs> No, no problem. This has been so fun. Thank you again. I am honored. I'm so honored and thank you for having me on your show. Mm-hmm. All right, that's a wrap, folks. Thanks so much for listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. I hope that you learned something today. I hope that we added value to you. If you did learn something and if we did add value, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot the particular part of the show that really stood out to you the most and maybe write a couple sentences and post it on social media. You can go ahead and tag Move Happy everywhere um, on Instagram and Facebook, which is soon to be called Meta, um, as well as TikTok. All three of those handles are the same, the little at sign, the real Move Happy. So T-H-E-R-E-A-L m-o-v-e-h-a-p-p-y on twitter you can tag us the little at sign move happy team t-e-a-m on snapchat you can snap me a, a photo of listening to the show and what really stood out to you you can add some text on top of the image or you can shoot a video of yourself if you're comfortable with that and uh, send it over my way to the move happy and on linkedin you can tag me aaron nicole ceo and founder of move happy and aaron nicole ministries a veteran and first responder nonprofit. I also have the business page for Move Happy on LinkedIn as well. You can tag us at the little at sign, move-happy. You'll see the little lavender and gray logo pop up with the R circle, um, which means that it's registered and trademarked. Um, That's the correct one. There are some other Move Happy um, businesses that are on there that I legally could have shut down, but uh, that's not in my consciousness nor in my character to shut down other businesses so uh, just make sure you tag the correct one and that way I can see that you're doing that for us and those of you that are consistently sharing on social media I really appreciate you guys I want to also honor you and uh, because of the consistency and the hard work you guys are doing uh, as well as when you go on to iTunes and rate and subscribe and then write a review. That helps us to be seen by more people. That helps it to be generated to the top of the search, the more people that are listening to the show. And uh, I wanna say thank you. So the best way for me to do that is through my gifts, which is singing. And there's this fun listening room contest that I'm offering for our first layer of downloads. Once you get to 10,000 downloads of the show, And you can actually search this 24-7 through our distribution website. Right now is the movehappy.podbean.com. I might be switching just because they they aren't making it very easy for me to distribute onto other platforms besides iTunes. And I'm not a techie person, so it should be, in my opinion, if I'm paying for a service, it should be simple. Um, So... But for right now, you can go to themovehappy.podbean.com and see where we're at as far as our downloads. Right now, we've got 3,036 downloads as of December 30th, 2021 at 1046 a.m. my time zone. So we've got a little ways to go. Once we get to 10,000 downloads, I will be providing the first layer of our listening room experience. And you might be wondering, what is a listening room experience? Well, I tell the story, if you haven't heard it yet, I was walking on my undergrad uh, property at Pacific Lutheran University in Parkland, Washington. I'm walking past 
If you've ever been on the campus, there's the tennis courts, um, and then there's this little cafe that's like by the golf course. And I get a text message from my brother, who is a full-time entrepreneur musician, and he says, sis, you'll never guess who's in this listening room experience with me. And I'm like, what's a listening room? And he says, it's where all the elite, like top, like best of the best musicians in the industry share their music to each other before they share it to the public to get like honest uh, feedback from each other because they don't want to release, you know, a flop of a song, a ter you know, terrible music or whatever. So he's like, I got invited to this room and you'll never guess who's in here. And he's like, hurry up, guess. And I was like, okay, well, he knows my favorite singer of all time, Mariah Carey. And he says, no, it's not Mariah Carey. I was like, okay. Well, my second favorite singer of all time, Beyonce. And he says, yes, Beyonce is in the room with me right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you freaking out? He's like, my hands are sweaty. Um, <laughs> so a listening room experience is a very, very special VIP experience for the best of the best musicians. That's what it is. So I'm creating my own fun competition for those of you that are helping me build out this brand globally. I want to honor you and provide you with a world premiere experience of my music. And I'm going to be inviting my guest musician friends to release their music in this experience as well. So the first layer of the contest is 10,000 downloads. I'm going to continue to be doing this because I plan on continuing to release new music um, as I'm inspired to. And as my friends and community members that are also top level musicians will also be releasing their own original music to you as well. So uh, if you're a veteran or a first responder, you've already gotten to experience some of this in this year as I launched my nonprofit uh, in February of 2021 was our first concert. And I've had guest musicians that have been uh, performers for previous Super Bowl, uh, the Country Music Awards, the TV show Nashville, uh, the TV show The Voice, finalists from both Team Christina and Team Blake, respectively. Um, I've had a husband and wife duo that are, um, he's a music professor and they have this beautiful duo they do together. I've had so many incredible musicians step up to the plate to support veterans to support first responders and uh, that's through my nonprofit Erin Nicole Ministries and I haven't taken a penny this year I donated my hours I donated my time and many of these people have also donated their time and talent because they believed in what I was doing and I want to continue to honor veterans and first responders and also honor those of you that have been helping me spread this global mission without any startup capital, without any loans that I have taken out because I decided I didn't want to take loans out um, and without having any large sponsors yet, but I know that sponsors are coming because so many of you have told me, I know 2022 is your year and I believe it to be true as well. So our next concert for veterans and first responders is in February. I'm still landing specifically on the date. Uh, we do have our keynote speaker lined up, Future Kane, who I'm really excited for those of you to hear from. It is a free concert series. We're doing it online. All you have to do is get me your email address to be a part of that experience. And the idea of it and the purpose of it is to connect veterans and first responders with each other because our social health is one of the strongest predictors of our mental health. And you might have conversations that are connecting you to each other professionally on a you know business style of conversation during the concert you can because you can chat one-on-one -on -one within the platform and you can also chat to the whole group and you know keep the energy positive and whatnot um, but it also might be a safe place for you to see an old battle buddy or uh, make a new friend or 
um, you know, share. You've got your own nonprofit or business you want to promote to connect with other people. It's not the idea of the concert series is not to sell people or anything like that. But when you meet people in a safe place where you already have something in alignment with another person, uh, it's a starting point. It's a starting place for you to start a relationship or to rekindle a friendship. Um, and to be entertained by myself and my guest musicians. And I don't put any expectations on it, but I do know that lives have already been changed, transformed. I have many guest musicians that were not singing at all. Uh, The previous Super Bowl performer was not singing at all before I asked him to join the concert series. And he has thanked me multiple times for inviting him. So I know that I know that people's mindsets are shifting. My uncle actually as well, Uncle Franco, I'm so glad he got to join in my last concert. He and his wife, Kim, beautiful people. He's a professional opera singer. He has trained directly under Pavarotti. And if you're not in the opera space, I'm sure you've heard that name. He flew to Italy and trained directly with the world's top opera singer. And my uncle was not singing, and I'm hoping that he'll be able to grace us with some of his talent next year. And I'm going to keep on having those little conversations to encourage him. So lives are changing for the better uh, through this concert series that I am so grateful that I said yes uh, when the Holy Spirit inspired me to start this last year while I was homeless. That's where it all started. I was in safe housing. And I'm going to continue to honor God and to honor people and to love on people, regardless of your faith, regardless of your gender, regardless of your socioeconomic status, your sexual orientation. You are loved. You are valuable. You are worthy of tomorrow. And I promise you, if you are going through a tough season right now, tomorrow will be better. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. See you next week.